What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know why people really distrust? They say, I can never vote for a Republican. I can never vote for a Republican. You know why that is? Because the Republicans suck. We move on in 60 seconds. Let me tell you. That was the whole analysis? That's it. Wow. That's what you pay me for. Uh, I thought that one out. I wrote that myself, by the way. Uh, (laughs) I want to talk to you about Goldline. If you thought borrowing was getting pricier, then you were wrong. Thanks to the Fed's rate hikes, everything from homes to cars is now out of reach for many Americans. And guess what? The Fed's not slowing down anytime soon. Tighten the belt. You need to be protected against the coming tide of economic problems. You can only turn your back on them for so long before it comes too late. Please, please, hard assets, things of value, not, you know, not something that you're going to you're going to try to sell and they're going to give you like stock. I mean, what does that, you know, I'm going to get I'm going to get paper gold. It's easier. Uh huh. And you go ahead and try to get that gold when everybody's trying to get their gold. Yeah, it's right. Please, in uncertain times, diversifying your assets matter. Goldline has an incredible deal this week with every tube or box of historic $5 gold liberty or Indian coins that you purchase. You'll receive a five pack of Goldline's coveted two ounce silver maple flex bar. That's 10 ounces or 95 individual silver bars for free. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or go to goldline.com. Yeah, so here's why the Republicans suck. For the in-depth analysis, we go to our reporter, Glenn Beck. (laughs) Yes, I know I just said the Republicans suck, but they do, and here's why. I'm sorry, I don't think we have enough uh, time for that, uh, Glenn. No, I'm just going to make one point here, Glenn. Thank you for the time. Uh, we have tried to fight the fights that we can win for so long. Yes, we have. Your point? Yeah. Um, we don't win those fights either. We fight the fights that we win, and everybody hates us as a Republican. Nobody wants to be a Republican because nobody knows what we stand for. And your point, Glenn? Well, thank you, Glenn. My point is, unless you fight the fights that have to be fought, you don't really stand for anything. Thank you. That's our reporter and our weather and traffic coming up in just a minute. A high energy reporter. Yeah. He's, he's like he's screaming he's a, over the hurricane. He's, he's like a hothead. Oh, really? He's a hothead. He's the guy who just said the Republicans suck. Oh, gosh. Somebody just said it again. Mm. Well, the Lord testifies in the mouths of many. It's me and the reporter now saying that. So we have two sources saying the Republicans suck. So if so, the idea is to throw him out now, McCarthy, Mm -hmm. which, you know, there's an argument to be made there. There's a big argument. (laughs) There's a good argument to be made. Yeah. So and, you know, especially since the 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 idea that he made a deal on the Ukraine money and didn't tell anybody until after the vote. 
it's so quite other words, the uh, quite the approach. Yeah, it I'll is the approach. Grant, it's uh, mm-hmm. kind of the uh, stab in the back. Mm. You know, so, Brutus. I thought you were my. Here's my my uh, my concern, if I may, because mm-hmm. um, I'm not. I would not consider myself a McCarthy fan. Um, however, what I will say is when you do something like this, you need to have a plan mm. as to how it plays out. Yes. Right? You don't just do it. You need to well, know what happens on the other side see, when well, you do it. McCarthyism has always been bad, Stu. Okay. Okay. And that's I not a plan. What I you just said is it's a good line, but it's not a plan. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I keep hearing from everybody in Congress doing yeah. this. They've got a lot of good lines, not a lot of plans. Yeah. Here's my plan. Here's my plan? plan. Stand for something. Mm-hmm. Go and appeal to the American people and say, because this is where the American people are. They are on one thing aligned. Mm-hmm. This government and both parties seem hell bent into sending your son or your daughter to a slaughterhouse in Ukraine. We are not supporting this war without without financial reconciliation on every dime we've already spent and without somebody telling us what are we doing over there Mm -hmm. we're not spending any more money this guy just made a backdoor deal did not tell us he made a backdoor deal so he could fund it when the elected representatives were standing against it he made a deal that, don't worry, you can take the money out of this fund and you can just apply it. I mean, the elective representatives are not standing against Ukraine funding. They're not. They're, uh, they're the abs- Freedom Caucus they're, was. Right. A few of them. So a but, few of them need yeah. to stand up. <laughs> right. And a few of them can. But let's just, I mean, to talk about this process for a second here. If, you know, Matt Gates is going to come out, he's going to try to get McCarthy thrown out. There's a good chance that happens. Why? Because... The only way it won't happen is if Democrats save him. So the Democrats then have to make a calculation. Either they want Kevin McCarthy to stay. And of course, if they want him to stay, they're not going to do it out of the kindness of their heart. Mm -hmm. What they will do is get lots of concessions Mm -hmm. and or influence his future behavior even more. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they can get him tossed. Now, if they get him tossed, they decide not to save him, which Mm -hmm. is very much, I would say, the, the most likely scenario. But... Uh, could happen. Um, then you have a situation where the Democrats will have power to potentially name his replacement. Do you think that's going to be better? My guess is no. No, I'm just tired of standing around uh, with people who uh, lie to me, stab us in I the back. I agree with I'm that. I'm tired of it. And, you know, they always get away with it because we always say, well, but it could be worse. No, you know, we're out of time on that. Mm-hmm. We, we've, we've done that my whole life. My whole life. And it keeps working out exactly the same. I mean, we are Charlie Brown. She is going to take the football. Okay? We know that. It happens every time. Uh, and it, it, the time has, in my opinion, the time has come to say, enough is enough. We're not playing this game anymore. And I would rather go down fighting because we are going down. Make no mistake. We (laughs) keep doing this. We're going down. So I would be the one on the floor that would stand up and say, everybody into your lifeboats. 
These people are going to sink us. Get into the lifeboat. I'll take every Democrat, every Independent, every Republican that wants to go. But we're going to answer to the people and tell them the truth. This ship is sinking. They know it. They know it. And it's because of the out-of-control spending and corruption in this building. Who wants to get onto a lifeboat because I'm not playing this game anymore? And you, if you had one, one Democrat that had the balls to stand up with you, you could start a new party. And it would, it would be an avalanche. An avalanche. Um, C. Wiggs. W-H-I-G-S. <laughs> and look, that's a very aspirational plan. I would say it's difficult to pull off, but it's possible. Yeah, so, but, but, but it's the like, fight that needs to be fought. I agree. But like, you know, there's the other approach here, right, is to try to the, the, the problem with Kevin McCarthy is you've got what, 200 and you've got a five seat majority or four seat mm-hmm. majority. It's so tight. It's hard to get anything done. I mean, obviously, if you bring the argument that you just brought to the table and the American people agree with it, you can get enough seats that you don't have to deal with that, right? You can get somebody better in there. You can improve the situation. You can't do it in this current situation, at least not a path that I can see, pragmatically as the way this set this process is set up. So you do, I mean, there is a risk. Now, there's also the possibility that you toss the guy and then they can't do, the House can't do anything until they name somebody new. And the Democrats just keep saying, Hakeem Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries. And of course, the Republicans don't go along with that. And then we just stay in a stalemate forever and nothing gets done. And that might be the best possible outcome. I love that one. I, I might be the best way I to go. I love that if one. If that's the plan, it Is might be the best plan. Is there a reverse fire alarm <laughs> where they all have to stay in the chamber and can never get out? <laughs> uh, now, you bring that to the American people, I think you're going to win some yeah, elections. Yeah, I mean, I'll slip food underneath <laughs> the door for them for what, you know, whatever. But I'm going to cut all lines inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not a, uh, you know, I assume there's a restroom in there. Otherwise, I'll let them take potty breaks. But they're not leaving the room. They're never leaving the room. I, I, I have to tell you, uh, this is, we all know it. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. The only people who are truly honest right now, I think, are the truly independent people who are saying, I'm an independent I'm not a party member and actually mean it that if they found somebody that was really, really good, they would vote for him and they will vote for the worst of either party if they absolutely have to. But they're done playing the game and they know that the Republicans and the Democrats are both in on it. That's that's the only per- person that I actually believe today is somebody who says, oh, yeah, my party. I'm either leaving my party or I left my party because they're just as bad as the other side. Now, people will say all the time, they're not just as bad. The other ones are flaming Marxist communists. Yes, they are. But if I've got a guy, in fact, didn't everybody just in Canada have a cow when they had a Ukrainian who was fighting with the Nazis to stop the Ukrainian uh, stop the Russians from coming in. He was fighting with the Nazis and I'm sure he could make the case. Yeah. But I mean, if the Russians would have come in, it would have been worse. And lo and behold, it was 
Everybody had a problem with the guy siding with the Nazis. Why would we side and want anybody on our side that is siding with the Democrats most of the time? I don't understand it. I don't understand how you could stand with a party that is is for mutilation of our children, for pedophilia, for relaxing any of these laws, for abortion to the point to where the party says celebrate your abortion and think that you are a Christian in good standing. Help me. Help me. I'm not saying the Republicans are great. But they're not promoting death all the time. They're not mutilating our children yet. I don't understand it. You cannot, you cannot put your foot into evil. You cross that line, you're in. My mother used to say, in for a pound, in for a penny. You're in. So I'm just, all I know is there are good people that are fighting. And then there are people like Kevin McCarthy. I mean, but he hasn't been completely bad. I mean, one of the reasons why this investigation is going on right now, these investigations that are leading to certain to seemingly good things mm. is under McCarthy's leadership. Right. Like, I'm not I you, you could throw the whole I look. I'm not remember, saying he's been good, but this is what I remember when I was waiting for a report on the last president. I, I now wait a minute. They're doing an investigation there. And that's going to come because we have Bill well, Barr and he's really good. You've praised him multiple times on, on this stuff. You have praised McCarthy specifically multiple yeah. times on this stuff. And I'm, I'm is there a bigger you. thing? <laughs> is there a bigger thing mm-hmm. than securing our border? No, I no. would say that's one of the biggest things we do. Maybe there are some bigger things. Uh, I would say, you know, millions of lives uh, yeah, yeah. being, you know, lost in the yes. in abortion. And there's other things. And but also the, nuclear war. Nuclear war. Yeah. Right? But the border is a top priority issue. And he's not doing a great job on that. I don't think I'm not arguing yeah. he is. But like what I'm saying is what we have is a bunch of crap. And the idea is, do you want more crap piled on that crap that you have to eat or just the amount of crap you have now? No, I just maybe an M&M or two on top to sweeten the pie. M&M. I'm going to go out and get some dog poop and I'm going to put your favorite whatever it is on top of it and see if you'll have that. I won't. You won't. I won't. But I will will have that because it's still poop. But I will have that before I have poop on top of poop. That's what I'm saying. The poop on top of poop option does not sound good because I got news for you. I'm not eating poop. I'm not a dog. I won't eat poop. You will have no choice but to eat poop. That is my point. The, the, if this if he gets thrown out and the Democrats are the one naming this person or so wait a manipulating so McCarthy to be worse, I love this. You've you got know, poop you know, on top Stu of poop is, on top of poop. Stu and I are the only people that I know of that we can really argue hard like this and not affect our relationship. <laughs> oh, I no, love no, this. I, it's not. You know. But you blooming <laughs> idiot. <laughs> So were your standards last week when mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we got to stand. No, I, they're done. What did I say when I started this? I said, this is fine, but have a plan. If you have another candidate that Republicans will support that isn't McCarthy, fine. 
I, I'm not opposed to that at all. But what we're doing right now seems to be running into, hey, let's just run with our eyes closed into a building <laughs> with spikes coming out of the walls and see what happens. Well, you don't have to worry about it because somebody will pull the fire alarm and stop you from <laughs> oh, going good. in. Back in just a second. <laughs> Leslie wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She says, when my Rough Green's order arrived, I was so excited to see what it could do for my two dogs. Well, they both love it. Shiloh is a Mastiff lab and can be very picky, but no more. You know what? When a Mastiff is picky, give it to him. Whatever you, you, whatever you want. Both she and Liam, the Greyhound, will be seven soon. Both of them are showing signs of being more active and healthier now. You know, with the Mastiff, that might not have been the wisest choice to make him more active. Leslie, uh, you don't have dogs. You have a horse and a wolf, but... To each his own. It's uh, it's uh, not a dog food that you put onto the food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of whatever it is you're feeding your dog. Brown food, kibble food is dead food. You want the greens, rough greens, rough greens, ruffgreens.com slash Beck, ruffgreens.com slash Beck. Get your first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping, 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLENN-33, ruffgreens.com Slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, here's the good news, uh, gang. We have RFK Jr. Uh, going to be running as an independent. Well, here's a big announcement. It's what, we don't know what that announcement is. What no, could it be? Right. It could what be could anything. it be? What could it be? He's running as an independent. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he's um, he's announcing something big and exciting on October 9th. He's going to run as an independent, and uh, hmm. I'm not I'm not saying that this is a plan, but I'm not not saying it either. Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll have to decide. But uh, this looks like uh, an election I've seen before. Explain this. Explain this move to me, Stu, and then I'll I'll give you the the history. Of where I've seen this before. Well, and I think the initial reaction from conservatives might be to cheer this on because he's a Democrat and he runs as an independent. He pulls some Democrats, right? That's good. The issue here is that he, RFK Jr. is far more popular among Republicans than he is Democrats. He has done nothing over the past six months but to appeal to Republicans, which, but of that's, course, that's right, because that's he's changed his mind. He's. He's one of us now. But of course, it makes absolutely no sense in a Democratic primary to do this, right? And he has made no headway at all. He was he had one poll that showed him at 20%. He's been nowhere close to that in months. This has not helped him. He's now vastly, overwhelmingly unpopular among the party, which he he's running for the nomination, supposedly. So now he leaves, and now he enters as an independent, as a guy who's overwhelmingly much more popular in the Republican primary. And, you know, a lot of these polling analysts will tell you that actually it looks like he will pull more votes from the right than from the left. And gee, that's that's not at all surprising if he had lined that up from the beginning. I've seen this before. Round turn of the century. uh, Woodrow Wilson running against that big fat tub of lard who got his bathtub. And uh, and Teddy Roosevelt decides. I'm going to run. Now, he's a progressive. Woodrow Wilson is a progressive. Woodrow Wilson runs as the safe progressive. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Roosevelt's the big game changer. Well, guess who wins? 
uh, Woodrow Wilson. How? Because Theodore Roosevelt was known as a Republican over a progressive and the he split the Republican ticket. And uh, then we got Woodrow Wilson. Huh. I wonder if that could happen again here mm. that a guy who's not really, but he's saying all the right things to appeal to Republicans could peel off maybe two or three points. Because all of a sudden he's tough on the border. What? Yeah. RFK Jr.'s tough on the border? Like, oh, that just, it seems very odd. And he, look, maybe he pulls. 3% as an independent, but I bet it's 2% from the right and 1% from the left. And if you don't think 1% could make the difference in some of these states, I mean, you're you sadly mistaken. You've been watching this in a while. Yeah. All right, more in just a second. Go north. Going way up north. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Inflation is absolutely destroying the spending power right now. You have to remember, food prices are not going up. The value of your dollar is going down. So it takes more dollars to buy the same thing. It's less and less valuable every single day, and it's forcing us to change the way we handle our finances. Right now, not only is the value of your dollar going down, but interest rates are going up. Why? Because the federal government is printing too much money. I want you to call the salary-based mortgage consultants whose job it is to get you into the right loan to save you money. They don't charge any upfront or hidden fees. If you don't qualify or your credit score isn't perfect, they'll help you out. Over 2,000 of my listeners have called them just this year. They're saving an average of $700 a month on their monthly credit card bills and everything else. A number of them didn't have the credit score to qualify. American Financing is running them through their credit care program, which is free and will help you boost your credit score. So just call them. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you know, Stu is so inartful at what he does. <laughs> When he said, you know, okay, I'm for the Republicans, but what's your plan? Yeah, you're for the Republicans. That's what I said? I don't remember saying that. You're for the Republicans. You are for, (laughs) you love uh, McCarthy. I did not say that at all. I I heart McCarthy button right now. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm not wearing that button. Uh, But he said, you know, know, the, 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 the fight has to happen like it did. But now what's your plan? And you're absolutely right. And this is one thing I don't think anybody in Washington gets because they're all attorneys and they're all lawyers and they're all losers. None of them are business people. Stu, I taught you how to negotiate, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. How do how do you negotiate? Don't make threats, make promises. Correct. What does that mean? That means don't come up and say, I'm going to leave unless you give me this. That's that's a threat. Right. You need to make a promise. I will leave if you don't give me this. Right. Or I will stay if we do, if this. We do this. But 
when the negotiation closes and you lose, what happens? You leave. You leave. Right? And you're and happy. Keep your promise. You're, you're happy. happy. Yep, you've made, the yep. problem with the Republicans is they don't have a happy place to go to because they're not fighting for anything as a party. They're not fighting for anything. And they think, I don't know what we're doing. We're going to play the game. So we're going to do it because our big boss says it's good. That's, I mean, it's that simple. That's much more articulate than they usually are. What's your your plan? What is is your plan? Then what? Yeah. Answer that question for me and I'd be happy. Then what? Okay. Well, we may never be able to bring you the uh, result of that question or even ask that question. (laughs) If Canada sets the table, Canada is now on the track to censor and regulate streaming services and social media platforms. They've got more regulation coming. Podcasters are going to have to register now with the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission. That's like our FCC. You don't want a regulated internet podcast council. The Online Streaming Act, formerly Bill C-11, goes into effect November 28, meaning any online streaming service that operates in Canada and generates revenue of more than $10 million in any given year will have to register with CRTC. That's their FCC. Canadian government pitches the new rule as a modern broadcasting framework that can adapt to changing circumstances. To do that, we need broad engagement and robust public records. It requires those podcasters to register with the government only once and collect all of its basic information from them. Uh, They have a new streaming service need to provide information about their activities in Canada. Wow, that doesn't sound dystopian at all. Uh, One of our friends to the program um, actually wrote, I think, one of the better comebacks uh, (laughs) for this. Brian Lilly wrote the CRTC now wants to regulate podcasts. Here's my simple message to them. Go to hell. (laughs) Brian Lilly is on the phone with us now from Canada. Hello, Brian. Hello, Glenn. I didn't think I'd be able to say go to hell on the program. I thought I'd have to say go to Pat Gray's hometown. Uh, (laughs) Um, But, you know, there you said it so I can say it. Will I be able to say it in Canada in the future? I don't know. This is a bizarre act, you know, because uh, you guys follow politics closely. Sometimes politicians pass a law that's very prescriptive and it details everything. Other times they pass a broad law mm. and then they leave the rest up to regulation. Yes. So, you know, some people are saying, well, this podcast registry and the whole bill will lead to censorship. And defenders are saying, no, no, it won't. And I'm saying, Well, actually, it could. And that's a problem because so much of it is left up to regulation of our broadcast regulator, regulator, which has done such a bang up job that they're going to regulate the Internet now. Check out their website. It looks like it was built for the Netscape Navigator era. (laughs) (laughs) So are you concerned about I mean, they have done everything they could to shut you up, to shut Rebel News up, Toronto Sun, all of this stuff. Are you how concerned are you that this is the beginning of the shutdown of voices in Canada? 
I am concerned. And I'll give you an example from a podcast episode that we just dropped today. So I host a podcast called Full Comment from my employer, Post Media. They own the Toronto Sun and a bunch of other newspapers, a lot of conservative-leaning newspapers like National Post. And interviewed this woman named Catherine uh, Barbensing. Uh, a barble thing and she's known as britain's strictest headmistress maybe you've heard of her she runs yes. this school inner city london you know the kids uh, have to walk through the hallway silently there's dress codes there's uh strict measures in place there's expectations traditional curriculum i tell you that that's going to upset a lot of people in the education system in this country just like it will with yours people who believe there should be no rules that the kids should be the center of everything that teachers don't matter you know, if this was in place, somebody could complain and then that podcast gets taken down. I'm not saying that will happen, but the rules are, are in such a way that anything you say that upsets somebody who's on the progressive side, that, that could definitely end up taking away the, you know, my ability to put forward interesting ideas and information. So do you know about Chloe Cole? Yes. Okay. So Chloe Cole, she is detransitioned. Um, uh, for, and is on the, on the speaking to her all the time now speaking out. She's a brave, brave girl. And she's speaking out about how bad it was for her when she was, you know, 11 and 12 and she's had her breasts removed and she can't have children most likely. And it's bad. It's really bad. Um, she was giving an event against the treatments and surgeries on minors. She was, uh, you know, going to speak at a ticketing uh, at a ticket uh, ticketed event, and Eventbrite deplatformed the event because it violated their policy on hateful, violent, and dangerous events. Mm. Now, how's that? How does that well, make sense to anybody? It, it it doesn't, and that's without even this podcast registry. There's a lot of it that ends up being self-censorship by corporations or Jordan Peterson's case. You know, I, I know you, you've talked to yeah. Jordan Peterson. I talked to him just a couple of weeks ago after he, he lost at the college of uh, psychologists of That's Ontario. Crazy. He has to undergo re-education training. Um, Is he going to do said, it? Uh, no, I think he told them to go to hell in Montana. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's just, he, he's challenging them in court. And uh, the, the last, last I talked to him, uh, he was still quite defined as he should be. But, you know, we, we've got enough self-censorship already. We don't need this. And while I understand that you could update the Broadcasting Act, there's certain things that needed to be done. The Trudeau government looked and said, we need to update the Broadcast Act for the, the online age. Great. Let's put in all kinds of stuff that could lead to bad places. Let's make it so that our civil servants, our appointees, will control what can be said online. Mm. Um, because, you know... It, they said they wouldn't control social media, and then they came right out and said, yes, we will if you're broadcasting. So if you're doing what Tucker Carlson does on, uh, on X and you start posting videos, you're going to be regulated. And they say, well, we're just regulating the, the online streamers. We're, we're regulating the platforms, not the individual users. That's like saying, I'm going to regulate the highways, but not the individual drivers. So I'm going to you know, pass all these new rules on how you have to drive on the highway. But that, that doesn't apply to individual drivers yeah. unless and, you're on the highway. And it also, <laughs> it also, if they say we're just going to do this to the platforms, well, then the platforms will enforce it. That's what's happening here in America. 
They're just saying, you know, what do we have to do to to impress on upon you uh, your responsibility to uh, stop this kind of talk? You know, we're, we're kind of we can come up with some harsh regulations for you, you know, and then they self-regulate and they go and do all of the butchery. So the government doesn't have to sounds you know, like it, a very similar thing. It, it really is. And back to Chloe Cole, who you mentioned earlier, we're having a big debate in this country over parental rights around gender identity in the school and can yeah. a kid change their name, their gender, the pronoun at school and mom and dad not find out. Well, this has been portrayed in our media as very controversial, <laughs> but a poll out just a couple of weeks ago showed 78% believe that the parent should know. Um, that's not a controversial p- position. The 14% who think mom and dad shouldn't be told ever, that's the radical fringe. That's where our prime minister is, by the way. You put all of that into the, this context of of the, the regulators deciding what the rules are for what you can say online, we're in a very dangerous place. And, and so it, this, this is a horrible bill. I've been uh, screaming about it since they introduced it. They went through uh, an, a whole election and had to reintroduce it because it didn't pass in time. And the conservatives really tried to get young people, especially to be interested in this. And they couldn't be. We had our last election in the middle of COVID and Justin Trudeau scared suburban moms into voting for him that uh, if, um, if they didn't vote for him, we'd all get COVID and die or uh, <laughs> not be allowed to have abortions mm. with a gun at your head. Mm. <laughs> um, well, uh, I know you're busy. You guys up in Canada have to celebrate another Nazi, I think, today. Uh, <laughs> so. So, uh, well, you know, I'm sure we can find some. We can yeah. rustle some up. Well, you don't have to because the Russian Disinformation uh, League will will provide them for you. You just have to root them out. Of of all the things of our for our prime minister to do, um, it, like it, you know, he he's talking about Russian disinformation. He just gave them all the ammunition they need to sit there and say Ukraine's full of Nazis um, because he had Zelensky applaud one. Um, and, and then says, well, it's not my fault. I, d- I didn't do any vetting. It's kind of your job when you're the leader of the country <laughs> or, or your, or your staff's job yeah. to make sure that a, a, a foreign visit goes well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you know, I haven't seen Ronald Reagan or really any president. I, I say that I should say anybody on the right, uh, bring up, uh, you know, an old Nazi and go, we should really celebrate this guy. Uh, they'll bring up old Marxists from time to time, but not Nazis. All right, uh, yeah, Brian, best of luck to you, man. Thank you, guys. Okay, I guess Canada is out. Not going to be able to go up there. All right, let me tell you about our sponsors. You're on the verge I was this? thinking about it this morning when I saw that the draft was coming back. Not that I'm worried about me, but I thought, I'm not sending my son or my daughter into a war in Ukraine, never going to do it. I can't tell you. I'll how. drive them across the border, and I thought Canada's worse. Do you know how many times this show drives me into looking at real estate in other countries? Yes. I, I can't even tell you how many times I wind up Googling. Can I tell you something? There are broadcasters <laughs> that I know, and uh, there's two of us. There's two of us that are anchors that were ne- will not leave the country. Uh, but there are broadcasters I know. They've got, oh, they're, I mean, I think they even have luggage packed to get out. I, I, 
I'm there. You're one I'm, of them. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. You're one of them. <laughs> I thought I was Missouri. Third. Missouri Attorney General uh, has done something fantastic. I'll tell about tell it to you here in a second. I want to end the show with some good news. Every day, your car uh, takes you back and forth to the places you need to go. If your warranty's expired, you're rolling the dice. Because if something breaks, it's going to break. And it's and if it's if it's a computer chip, may God help you. Uh, it's going to be so expensive, and the price of everything is going up. Please try Car Shield, will you? If you don't have a warranty, if it's expired, please call Car Shield. It's like health insurance for your car, catastrophic health insurance. Uh, they have a price lock guarantee right now. Your pl- price will never go up, no matter how many claims you file. It'll never go up, even as the mileage on your car increases. Car Shield, they got you out the side of the road. They're going to get you everything that you need. They're going to you pick the uh, mechanic, and they're going to. Uh, do all the paperwork and get everything done so you don't have to worry about it. Catastrophic health insurance for your car? You bet. Carshield.com. Carshield.com slash back and you'll save 20%. 800-227-6100. Carshield.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey, we like on this program. He is perhaps the most active uh, among his state peers on uh, the subjecting of children and gender identity. Uh, He has issued his own uh, emergency regulation, specific requirements for uh, for minor transitions and legislative action followed it up seven months after he launched the investigation of the pediatric gender clinic at Washington University in St. Louis, uh, which was prompted by a former case manager. She alleged of um, treatment protocols that were well, a little over the top. The university said they would stop prescribing puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones to children. So, mm, that one... That one didn't work out to be true for the hospital. They were. Now, Missouri has a new law that lets minors sue providers. And uh, I guess now now the hospital's like, wait wait a minute, what? So now everybody, listen to this. Now everybody's going to Planned Parenthood. Because Planned Parenthood has just opened something else for women. It's a women's clinic, but you can be a man and want to be a woman or a woman who wants to be a man. So women are involved both times. Every once in a while, I think maybe this is just a money making scheme, a money making scheme slash Democratic Party slash slash evil organization organization. starting by Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, I think that I'm like, I can't possibly be true. They're so well respected, but I think it might be actually true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, damages uh, in Missouri now start at $500,000. Start with no maximum. Patients have 15 years to sue after receiving treatments from the age 21, whichever is later, even if those are grandfathered into continued treatment. So if you've had a sex change uh, and you were in Missouri, if you ever change your mind for 15 years after you're 21, so that would be 36 if my math is correct. 
I don't know. It's a very complicated. I'm not a rocket scientist. Uh, but uh, you can sue them. And that is the most effective way to take care of problems. When somebody screws up your life, yes, suing them usually makes them stop screwing up the other Glenn people's Beck lives. Program.